You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during signup. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN to get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. It is Tuesday, April 20th, 420. Uh, So smoke them if you got them, uh, for those that are into that. Uh, Hope you're enjoying your April 20th. We are ready to break down. Uh, the NHL betting card. Uh, as we always do each and every day, we're here with you seven days a week on the Ice Guys presented uh, by the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, very interesting card tonight to break down. So uh, let's get right to bit work, uh, breaking down this Tuesday night slate. We'll start with the game that, note the start time here, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time and 3.30 p.m. Pacific time with this game. It is the Boston Bruins taking on the Buffalo Sabres. We've got Buffalo, or sorry, Boston, minus 300 uh, road favorites, total five and a half shaded to the under in this game. And look, the Buffalo Sabres under Don Granado, their current head coach, we have seen definitely some strides of improvement with this group in terms of their work ethic, in terms of their compete level, in terms of their attention to detail. I think their defensive game has improved a little bit. And hey, they're getting some saves from an unlikely source. Dustin Tokarski, who's been pressed into duty for this Buffalo Sabres team in recent games due to the injuries that have been happening with uh, due with the injury to Linus Allmark. Uh, Carter Hutton's been out as well. Uh, so because of that, it's opened up the door for opportunity for Dustin Tokarski, and it's great to see him take make the most of it. I think he's been really good, actually, his last few starts. He got the win against Washington. They lost the first of the two games back-to-back over the weekend against the Pittsburgh Penguins, but I thought he played well enough to win the game. And then in the second game, it was outstanding, and the Sabres pull off the big upset victory over the Pittsburgh Penguins Sunday afternoon. And you look at this Sabres team, you've got a young group competing for starting for roster spots. Casey Middlestat, uh, among others, has really stepped up to the plate lately for the Sabres. Reinhardt's been excellent. Uh, Olafson on the power play is still very dangerous. Uh, Dylan Cousins works his tail off every game. Tage Thompson has been good. 
they uh, insert this uh, new kid, R2 Rutsolainen, uh, as well into the uh, lineup. Call him up, and he's uh, made an impact. Andres Bjork in the uh, Taylor Hall deal has gotten it going as well for the Sabres. So there's lots to like. This team's playing hard, not a nightly basis, but here in this game, uh, they're running into a Bruins team they haven't had much success against and a Bruins team that's starting to peak, play better hockey, get healthier uh, on the blue line, which is significant because they had been dealing with cluster injuries on defense for a long time now. Uh, and it looks like now you've, you're down to pretty much Brandon Carlo and Kevin Miller uh, as your only two starting defensemen. You've got everybody back now. Charlie McAvoy's come back. It looks like Matt Grizzlick is going to make his return from injury tonight uh, for the Boston Bruins as well. So this team now is starting to get that uh, defense healthy again and obviously playing extremely well the last uh, three games back to back wins against the Islanders who had dominated them previously and then a convincing win against Washington on Sunday uh there's a good there's a good team right now Boston so as much as I'm picking my spots for Buffalo you know when I feel that the other team may you know take it easy against them or look past them kind of like Washington part of my thinking last week was when Buffalo when Buffalo beat Washington was that the, it was a dead spot it was a complete flat spot for the Capitals in that game because of the fact that they had wiped the floor with Boston and Philadelphia in back-to-back -back games, uh, and they just totally were laid an egg against the uh, Sabres. I don't think Boston's going to do that tonight. Uh, they're on a roll. They want to keep it going. I think it's pedal to the metal hockey for Bruce Cassidy's team right now. And look, the New York Rangers aren't letting up behind them uh, in the standings. They see the New York Rangers behind them and what they're doing right now. They're playing good hockey. They haven't given up on their – uh, uh, chances uh, of trying to track down the Boston Bruins for that fourth spot uh, in uh, the uh, East Division for that final spot. So uh, Boston has to keep winning here, and they have had success. By the way, the under in this head-to-head -head series with the Sabres and Bruins, I think the under's cashed in seven straight head-to-head -head games between the Sabres and the Bruins. So it's difficult to go against that, and Tokarski has actually played pretty well in recent games. So I, I could see this game staying under. As far as the side goes, it's a pass. It's just it's can't hard to find the value with the Bruins. Even the puck line, you got to lay a little bit of a price with that. Uh, I'm going to be off this game entirely, Bruins and Sabres, but uh, should be interesting though. Boston playing well, Buffalo playing hard uh, every night. We'll see uh, what wins out tonight uh, in that game. Uh, all right, next up we've got the uh, Carolina Hurricanes and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay minus 115 to minus 120 home favorites. Total five and a half across the board. Tough lo uh, loss last night for Carolina. Tough for me as well. That was the uh, show best bet for me yesterday was Carolina. Uh, I'm coming right back to Carolina tonight, though. Carolina's been excellent. I believe they're perfect on the season in games following a one-goal loss. And obviously, that's what they suffered last night uh, against Tampa Bay. It was a back-and-forth game. Credit to Tampa, uh, Carolina, who uh, fell behind 2-0. They didn't really have a great first period. A couple of breakdowns defensively. They gave up a power play goal to Braden Point. Uh, but Carolina battled back, was really starting to take the play to Tampa Bay in the third period. Uh, couldn't beat Vasilevsky. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Tampa Bay ends up getting the overtime winner uh, and gets the 3-2 win. I think Carolina can bounce back here in this game uh, tonight. Uh, I look to them at plus 105. Uh, you can get that around that price uh, on the Hurricanes here tonight uh, in this game. Uh, we know it's going to be Alex Nedeljkovic in net for the uh, Hurricanes. No issues with that. He's a great goalie. He's had a nice season for the Hurricanes. Uh, it looks like it could be 
Curtis McElhaney tonight on the second of back-to-back games and resting Basilevsky, who played last night. So that, to me, is an advantage for Carolina in the goaltending battle, if indeed it's McElhaney. It is not confirmed, though. You know, John Cooper could pull the old uh, wool over our eyes and the old switcheroo and decide, you know what, maybe I'll go with Vasilevsky two nights in a row. But regardless, I'm on Carolina again here uh, in this one at plus 105. Uh, I'm going to assume it's McElhaney in net. Even if it's not, I'm on this bet anyway, uh, Carolina, uh, plus price, as well as over uh, five and a half. There, there were opportunities for that game to have more goals than it did. In fact, expected goals, if you chart that stuff, you'll see that there probably could have been a few more goals in the game last night than the five that there ended up being in that three to two win uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, so I do like Carolina plus 105, and I like over five and a half here as well, minus 110. Again, because you've seen some of these teams trend under lately, and the fact last night's game also stayed under, you're getting a pretty good value bet here on this total to go over. I mean, it's five and a half. It's right around even money. Uh, that's almost a bargain if you're looking at overs these days in the NHL. And you're talking not only a five and a half total, but uh, minus 110. Not much juice to have to lay on it. So Kane's uh, an over for me uh, against Tampa Bay tonight uh, in this one. Uh, next game on the schedule, we've got Columbus and Florida. Florida Panthers minus 200. Uh, home favorites, total five and a half here, uh, shaded to the over. Uh, Florida Panthers do what uh, many of us expected them to do, and that's beat a dead Columbus team. Uh, they were able to do that uh, last night uh, in the victory against the uh, Blue Jackets. Uh, this Florida team, I'm telling you, they're not going away. It's time we respect them as legit con contenders. I'm not just talking playoffs anymore. I'm talking cup contenders. That's where this team is. Even without Aaron Ekblad, there's still so much to like with what this team is doing right now. Uh, I like the way this team is just coming together, playing great hockey. The Sam Bennett trade with the Calgary Flames, I say, I, I said at the moment that trade happened, and you can go back and watch the Ice Guys show when we recapped the trade deadline. It was last week, and I talked a little about the Sam Bennett trade. I said, watch him take off now and play good hockey for this Florida team. He just needed a change of scenery, a change of environment, new players around him, just, you know, just a complete wiping of the slate clean. He needed it. And he got it now in Florida. And look, he scores a goal, his first goal with the Panthers. Might be his first goal of many. I thought he was all over the ice last night, getting chances in on the forecheck, scores the goal, go, uh, drops the gloves with Gavin Bayreuther uh, in that game, uh, sticking up for his teammates. Great example. And then after he fought the guy from Columbus, Bayreuther, you saw Duclair, you saw Huberto, you saw all of his teammates go over to him, give him a little stick tap uh, in the penalty box saying, good on you, guy. Uh, good on you, Sam, for sticking up for your teammates. You're trying to ingratiate yourself uh, to the uh, hockey team. Uh, I, I think that was pretty good uh, of him to do that and good of the teammates to acknowledge, hey, this guy's trying to fit in. He's trying to be a difference maker. You got to love it. Uh, and Joel Quenville pushing all the right buttons. What he's done with this group, look, Jack Adams' conversation should be there for Joel Quenville. And I know the Panthers' television voice, Dennis Goldstein, uh, Goldie, it's a great Twitter handle. You can follow him on Twitter, Goldie on Ice. It's a great a Twitter handle, the guy that calls the uh, Florida Panthers games on television. He actually put it out there that Joel Quenville should get nominations for Coach of the Year. I agree with that. He's done a good job. Like Ekblad went down. Everybody's holding their breath and saying, oh, that's it for Florida. No, that's not it for Florida. Uh, they've continued to play very good hockey. Uh, their offense has been terrific. Barkov's proven that he's been uh, worthy of being the captain on this team. He's played so well at both ends of the ice. 
Uh, the defense has been solid. Like I say, they get Brandon Montour, which was a nice addition from the Buffalo Sabres. Mackenzie Wegar has been good. This has been one of the best seasons I've seen out of Keith Yandel in a long time. Strawman, it's a very capable blue line still for this Panthers team. And, of course, the goaltending's been solid. Bobrovsky's been uh, better this season. Is he still at the level he was when he was with Columbus? Not quite, but he's getting closer to that level. He's played a lot better this season after a dismal year last year. Chris Drieger has been good as a second goalie for Florida. But we're not talking Bobrovsky tonight. We're not talking Drieger tonight in terms of who's in net for the Florida Panthers. We're talking Spencer Knight, the kid phenom. And if you've watched this kid's young career so far in the college level with Boston College, where he was unbelievable, barely above two goals against average last season, a 932 save percentage with Boston College. If you saw his performance in the World Junior Hockey Championship, leading the U.S. to gold uh, in that tournament, you know this kid's got legit ability, legit talent. He could be the real deal. Again, I say could be. He might be. I think he will be uh, the real deal. But you never want to fully say it until you actually see it. But everything about this kid is that he is going to be a big time, big time, not a good goalie, but a great goalie, a big time goalie uh, in the NHL. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, how he fares here in this first NHL start just a day after turning 20. He only got out of his teenage years yesterday, celebrating his 20th birthday. And now here he is about to make his NHL debut. Happy for the kid. Wish him all the best. I've certainly seen him play at the World Juniors. I was watching that whole tournament start to finish, and his performance in net for the U.S. was just outstanding. He's got great reflexes. He moves post to post effortlessly. You know, he gauges, he reads the play well. He's square to the shooter. His rebound control was outstanding in that tournament. He just didn't spit up second and third chance pucks out into the crease area, out into the slot area you know, against the opposing teams. He just did a great job of, you know, uh, sucking everything up like a vacuum uh, when the puck hit him. Uh, and that's a trait that is vital to being a good goaltender in the NHL. You can't be popping these rebounds right back out into those dangerous scoring areas. And he already has that very, very solid ability uh, of being able to grab the rebound, not allow a second and third chance off it. Uh, really good stuff from Spencer Knight. We'll see if he's... Uh, ready for his first debut to play well. Look, it's not an imposing offense that he's playing. Columbus, we know, has had trouble finding the back of the net for a very long time now. So I think if you're Coach Q and the Panthers, you pick the right time, the right spot, the right opponent to get his feet wet here in the NHL. Because, again, this is not going up against the Lightning or Carolina or one of these juggernauts in the division that you're battling with. No, this is a, this is a manageable matchup and a very manageable first-ever start in the National Hockey League, in my opinion, for uh, Spencer Knight. So I'm tempted to go Florida puck line here. I'm going to go Florida puck line. I'm pissed I didn't bet that last night. I just said, you know what? Sometimes Florida doesn't always win by margin. Uh, that bothers me a little bit, uh, but they did. The empty netter is what got it there for two last night. Uh, but I'm going to go Florida puck line here tonight in this one. I'm not missing out on this. You know the team is going to rally around this uh, young phenom of the future. Uh, this big-time goalie prospect that they've got in Spencer Knight. Expect a complete team effort here tonight against the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. They want to get a win for this kid. Uh, Columbus can't do anything in terms of winning a game right now to save their lives. Uh, yeah, Florida puck line for me uh, is where I'm going to go uh, in this game, which is around minus one and a 
half, plus 115 uh, Panthers puck line uh, to get the job done tonight. Uh, next up, we've got the New York Rangers and the New York Islanders. Uh, Islanders minus 110 to minus 115, just slight home favorites here at Nassau Coliseum. A total five and a half shaded to the under here uh, in this game. Uh, the Islanders, they, they did finally get off the schneid. They had a rough two games against Boston, bounced back, beat the Flyers uh, in overtime, one nothing. But the offense is just not in sync at all. Like this team's not scoring goals. And they were supposed to have improved the offense with Kyle Palmieri at the trade deadline. And we're just not necessarily seeing uh, evidence that this team's improved offensively you know, the last uh, few games. And, and that's definitely a concern. Uh, they were supposed to have addressed uh, the offense, and yet they've really had a tough time finding the back of the net. And you start to look at some of these advanced numbers for the Islanders. Let me pull up some th things that are concerning to me. Um, look, it's not full-blown panic time if you're Barry Trotz or the New York Islanders, but we need to point this out right now. The two games they played against the Rangers earlier this month uh, they had they they were uh, the Rangers had the edge two point one four to one point nine two in the goals in the expected goals margin in the first game that they won four one in the second game the Rangers pretty much played them even in the expected goals margin um, and the high danger chances as well and then the Islanders games after that the two against Boston the expected goal margins were 2.37 to 0 0.85 in favor of Boston in the first game against the Islanders, 2 to 1.12 in the second game for the Bruins in favor of them over the Islanders. The high danger chances in those games combined, the two games against Boston for this Islanders team, were 19 to 6 high danger chances in favor of Boston. 19 to 6. That's Those are damning statistics. Those are damning pieces of evidence to prove you not only got outplayed, you got badly outplayed. And then in the game against the Flyers uh, on Sunday, the one nothing Islander win, you'd think, all right, they're back on track. I don't know. They barely won the expected goal margin uh, over the Flyers in that game. And in fact, the Islanders had five high danger chances against Philadelphia, and they gave up eight high danger chances against Philadelphia in spite of winning the game one nothing in overtime. You know, these are concerning right now for the How do you only get against that Civ Flyer defense goaltending problems as well? We know how bad the Flyer team has struggled to keep the puck out of their own net. How do you only get five high danger chances against them? How? How does how is that possible? You know, there's definitely some concerns I've got with this team. Now the counter argument to that is the Rangers, as much as they've been red hot lately and playing great, and they're playing for their playoff lives, they're playing like a team that hasn't quit. They haven't given up on trying to make the playoffs. Everybody's saying it. Uh, Kreider, Zibanejad, uh, Strom, anybody you ask on that team, they're going to give it their all to try to push toward this final playoff spot and try to track down Boston. But your counter argument to that could be is, well, you know, you have played New Jersey a lot lately. And you feasted on a struggling Devils team that traded away a lot of pieces at the deadline. How much of an indicator is that that you're playing well uh, right now based on who you played? I get that. Um, this is a tough one for me because I still don't see something being totally right here with this uh, Islanders team. Uh, I am on the Rangers here for a small bet at plus 110. I am. I, uh, and you look at the Rangers uh, statistically lately, they've been dead even with the with the Islanders. You know, in terms of expected goals margin and danger chances for and against. 
Early in the season, the Islanders were crushing the Rangers in all of those categories. The last 10 games, the Rangers have played the Islanders even in those categories. And then you factor in the Rangers have been in better form than the Islanders. And people are going to look at this and say, how is the Islanders only minus, how are the Islanders only minus 115? I think they're baiting you a little bit to take the Islanders here. I'm not falling for the bait here. Uh, and the Rangers, look, this is a somewhat important game for the Islanders. This is a hugely important game. Every game the rest of the way is incredibly important for the New York Rangers uh, at this point in time. And look, they they nearly went 2-0 against the Islanders last week. They beat them 4-1. They lost 3-2 in overtime. And you could argue they were right dead even with the Islanders in that game and had a chance. There's some warning signs with the Islanders. I'm on the blue shirts here. New York Rangers plus 110 uh, against the New York Islanders. New Jersey and Pittsburgh. We've got Pittsburgh, a minus 260 home favorites. Total six shaded to the over here uh, in this game. Uh, I'm on over the total here, six minus 115 uh, in this game. Uh, I like this one quite a bit. New Jersey's defense has just been terrible lately. I mean, they're giving up four or five goals in the majority of their recent games. Uh, they get shelled by the Rangers. Uh, they've definitely had trouble keeping the puck out of their own net uh, big time lately. And it, even Mackenzie Blackwood is not, is fighting the puck and not playing all that well uh, in net for the Devils. And then behind him, you've got Wedgwood and uh, Aaron uh, Farmer in the Dell. Uh, so, you know, you've got some issues right now with New Jersey defensively uh, at this point in time. So uh, I like the over. Uh, if, if you remember, New Jersey and Pittsburgh played each other not uh, too long ago, uh, and both of those uh, games went over the total. Uh, both of them soared over the total. I believe 6-3 and 5-3 were the final scores in that game. I think Pittsburgh comes out strong early in this game as well. So not only do I like the over, I think they get their offense back on track they got held down by Tokarski and the Sabres on Sunday. I think they get the offense revved up here tonight, back on track. I like the over in the full game, and I like Pittsburgh first period now. Didn't work out well with Calgary last night, but it did work well with Toronto Sunday night, these first period puck lines. I think this is one game where Pittsburgh, after losing to the Buffalo Sabres, you don't wait around to try to jump on the, the next uh, opponent. I think you get it, you know, you get after it early. In the first 20 minutes, I think that's the kind of mindset we're going to see uh, from the Pittsburgh Penguins here tonight in this game. So I'm on two plays here. I'm on New Jersey-Pittsburgh over six, minus 115 for the full game. And I like Pittsburgh first period puck line, minus a half goal, plus 115 uh, is the price you can get. So that's Pittsburgh laying the half puck, plus 115 uh, in the first period. Again, if they are leading after 20 minutes, we cash our ticket. I like that quite a bit. I like that angle. Devils have been getting the, the, the shit kicked out of them uh, in the first period. Uh, in a, many of those games by the Rangers, they're down 2-0, 3-0 uh, early in the first period. And I think Pittsburgh is going to be focused and ready to jump on New Jersey after losing to Buffalo uh, on Sunday night. Pittsburgh first period puck line, minus a half goal, plus 115. And I also like the uh, full game over six here uh, in this one. All right, next up. Detroit and Dallas, the uh, Stars, minus 250 uh, home favorites here. Total five across the board, shaded to the over uh, in this game. Should be interesting to see how this one goes. Uh, look, Detroit's, Detroit's feisty right now, just like Buffalo. These two teams are mirror images. You know, there's no free two points anymore playing the Buffalo Sabres. There's no free two points playing the uh, Detroit Red Wings right now. Uh, this team is competing hard nightly. Uh, you know, they got uh, Jacob Vrana 
back from Washington in the Anthony Mantha deal. He's made an impact. Adam Ernie has been good. Dylan Larkin um, is, is, is playing well every night and giving them chances. The defense and the goaltending has been good enough you know, to keep the Red Wings in these games recently. And even Thomas Grice has played marginally better. I wouldn't say he's played a, whole, a lot better than he did early in the season, but he's played marginally better uh, going into this game, uh, you know, tonight against Dallas. So Dallas escaped with the win last night. They needed a shootout to do it. Um, and I know Dallas is saying all the right things. Every win is like game, every game is like game seven for them right now, trailing Chicago and more specifically trailing Nashville uh, for the final playoff spot. They still sit, you know, uh, four points behind the uh, Nashville Predators uh, for that final playoff spot after Nashville won last night. So unfortunately, Dallas, despite winning, uh, they were not able to gain any ground uh, on the Nashville Predators. So every game is important, but uh, I would only look Detroit here at uh, plus. uh, It's even a higher price than it was last night. So plus 220 here with the Red Wings. Maybe a little sprinkle on it. you know, Dallas was life and death to beat the Red Wings last night uh, in that game. Uh, and it's just – and that's the thing with Dallas and why they're a little overvalued in this price range because they don't necessarily win games comfortably. So many of their wins this season have been one-goal games. And you can't be comfortable laying minus 250 like this on a team like this when they're winning so many games by the skin of their teeth. So uh, there's no question uh, the uh, – Dallas Stars are a little bit of a hazard to your health uh, a little bit uh, when you bet them uh, at the, in this kind of price range. We'll have to see who's in net. Um, it was Grice last night, so it leads you to believe Bernier will be in net, and Bernier's had a rock-solid year uh, for the most part for the Detroit Red Wings. So this, this might be one of those small flyer on Detroit games for me. Uh, that would be the lean, at least, uh, in this one. All right, next game on the board here, we've got the uh, – Uh, We're actually going to go in order of time. So we'll do Toronto, Vancouver first, and then we'll end it with Anaheim and Los Angeles. Toronto, Vancouver, uh, we've got the Leafs, minus 300, road favorites. The total six shaded to the over uh, in this game between these two teams. Um, We, I believe, might see David Riddick in net. That's at least what I heard. Yes, David Riddick uh, will be in net tonight for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs in this game. Very interesting because I thought they were – I don't know if this is a demotion for Jack Campbell. Maybe this is just going to be the plan. Maybe uh, Sheldon Keefe, now that he's got David Riddick, who's, say what you will, he's inconsistent, David Riddick, but he's been in the league now for multiple years. He's an experienced NHL starting goalie. Maybe Sheldon Keefe's mindset is let's go back and forth with Riddick and Campbell while Campbell's hit his first rough patch, you know, with this team. And just go from there and take it game by game and just, you know, go back and forth with these two goalies uh, tonight. So uh, something to definitely uh, keep in mind uh, going into this game. But it will be David Riddick and net. And it's funny because Riddick was confirmed, I believe, not less than 30 minutes ago. And the overs getting hammered in this game. I see the total is just getting people are betting this now. It was six to the over minus 115. Now it's six to the over, minus 120, minus 130. And I'm even seeing six and a half starting to pop up here uh, in this game uh, between the uh, Leafs and the Canucks. Um, I don't know. I don't know about the over because, you know, Riddick's been solid so far uh, for the Leafs. Um, I can't say he's been great, but he's been solid. And who's going to be a net for Vancouver? I don't know. You would think they got to give Braden Holtby another look. And is Demko even ready? 
Demko's day to day. So it's not like Demko is going to be out, you know, indefinitely. This is a day by day fluid situation in terms of the availability of Thatcher Demko uh, for the Vancouver Canucks. So uh, we do not know who's going to be in net for them. It'll be Demko or it'll be um, Holtby, obviously. And Holtby turned back the clock and looked like he did when uh, the year they won the Stanley Cup in Washington with him. And he looked like Patrick Waugh, Marty Brodeur. Uh, or a hybrid of those two guys the other night. His goaltending was unbelievable uh, in that game against the Leafs the other night. And like I said, thank goodness I went Toronto first period puck line with the best bet on Sunday's show and not full game puck line. I would have paid the price for it. So, yeah, Toronto should bounce back and win. I don't doubt that. I think they will. But, again, <laughs> Leafs have some goaltending concerns. Leafs are in a little bit of a, a funk. Four games straight they've lost, although – you can't penalize them for losing the Vancouver game in terms of, you can't say they played like shit that game, even though they lost, you can't, they had 21 to five high danger chances at advantage. What the expected goal margin was like 4.68 to 1.72. You know, it was domination uh, for uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs statistically in that game. They just didn't get the win. They didn't play poorly uh, in that game whatsoever. The Leafs, they just didn't finish their chances. Uh, they probably will have a better chance to finish the chances tonight. We'll see how Riddick goes in net. I guess a Toronto team total over makes some sense. Like I could see the, the the dam bursting a little bit here for Holtby if he's back in net. Look, he was amazing the other night. I, I don't know if I'd trust him to do it again. So I guess a Toronto team total over three and a half, uh, minus 150, um, would be a pretty strong lean for me. Uh, although I don't know if I'm going to make it an official play. But that that's what I would uh, lean with is the Leafs team total. Uh, over three and a half minus 150. I'd rather not worry about what Vancouver does offensively against David Riddick uh, and the Leafs. Uh, so I would rather just stick to the team total three and a half minus 150. I may make that an official play. It's at the very least a strong lean for me, the Leaf team total to go over. Uh, Anaheim, Los Angeles, final game uh, on this Tuesday card. Uh, Los Angeles Kings minus 155 to minus 160 home favorites. Total five and a half here across the board. Does anybody have faith in LA in this price range? I sure don't. Um, like I, I'm, I'm shocked that there's so much love in the betting markets here for the Kings. This opened minus one thirty-five, and they're betting this thing up twenty-five cents. You know, it's minus one sixty. You know, in a lot of spots right now, and this is a Kings team that's not playing very good hockey right now. Neither is Anaheim. I get it, but you know, at least Anaheim in their last two losses, they're against an excellent Vegas Golden Knights team. So I think it's difficult to hold that against them. You know, Los Angeles, they haven't really fired it as much offensively of late. Their defensive game has kind of declined a little bit. Um, I would only look Anaheim. I'm not – I'm staying far away from this game. I want no part of it. It's two teams that are a tough read uh, on a nightly basis in my mind, but I will tell you right now, there is just no way I'm getting to the betting window at any point this season with teams like the LA Kings when they're laying more than minus 150. I'm not going to do it. I said the same thing about San Jose. You know, remember when San Jose was laying minus over minus 150? And it was actually to this Anaheim team when they were laying this kind of price, San Jose against them. And San Jose lost both games uh, against the Anaheim Ducks. So absolutely, it's, it's Anaheim or pass at plus 140 uh, in this game. That would be the only side I would go with here uh, is the Ducks. I uh, don't know if I will, but uh, that would be the lean for me is Anaheim here uh, in this game. Anaheim, obviously, we know 
Uh, they've had their issues. They're banged up, especially a, a key defenseman. Hampus Lindholm's been out for a while. Uh, they miss him quite a bit. Uh, right now, no confirmed goalies yet for this game, but it's expected the projected starters are John Gibson and Cal Peterson uh, in this game for the uh, Ducks and the Kings. Uh, to me, with it's it's two teams that are not making the playoffs. It's two teams that are in suspect, dubious uh, current form. Uh, we'll have to wait and see on that. But uh, definitely uh, at this price, I can't lay this number with the LA Kings. It would be Anaheim or pass for me, and I'm probably going to pass. Uh, I just don't see a whole lot of uh, uh, reason uh, to be uh, actively interested in betting uh, this game here. Uh, but yeah, in terms of the Leaf game, yes, Nick Felino's not ready. To, to, to join the team yet. He's still serving a seven-day quarantine. That's not going to be finished until, I believe, tomorrow. And then I think he's going to be able to join the team, and he could make his Leaf debut as early as Thursday against Winnipeg. It might be more reasonable to expect him maybe on Saturday uh, over the weekend to make his debut with the Leafs. Nick Foligno, Neilander disciplinary issues, so he's not going to play. And, of course, Hyman's out uh, at least a couple of weeks. So that's where the Leafs stand in terms of their injury situation. Um, someone in the chat, Michael, asking, it seems like your videos aren't available later in the day. It doesn't show today's show. I don't think it's just on. I don't know. I, I, I've, I've seen that too, Michael, where YouTube doesn't show the in the past videos on our Ice Guys channel. You don't see today's show until it's gone beyond 24 hours since you recorded that show. And you won't see it until like the day after. So, for example, like today's show. You've got to somehow uh, go to find the YouTube link or you've got, you've got to click the YouTube link. And that's the thing with um, the Patreon Ice Guys subscribers at patreon.com slash Ice Guys. And when I post the uh, daily NHL Ice Guys tweets with the link on Twitter, if you click that link, you'll get the show. The problem is if you just go directly to the Ice Guys YouTube channel, you probably won't see the show appear in the archive videos of on the channel until 24 hours after we record live. So you may not see this, this particular episode of the ice guys just by going directly to the channel until say 2 PM Eastern tomorrow. I've noticed that too, that that's not uh, you seeing things <laughs> I've seen it too. And I don't know. I think it's just a flaw in the software with you, with YouTube, I think. Um, that's because, but I've noticed the same thing. Absolutely, hundred percent. So, uh, just make sure, yeah, you, you you search the ice guys, search you know all the hashtags that we put below the videos as well. NHL picks, NHL predictions, NHL betting, the ice guys hashtag. Put all that in the search, and if you do that, you should be able to find this particular video the day of. But if you just go directly to the channel. For some reason, past live streams don't always show up until 24 hours after the recording is done. I, I can't fathom why that is. I have no idea why that is. I think it's just some kind of coding issue that needs to be corrected. Like, you're, come on, YouTube. You're a freaking million, billion dollar uh, entity here. Figure it out. Get your software folks on this. Get your coders on this. Get your uh, brainiacs and your nerds and your computer geeks and your software developers on this stat and get it done so that people don't have to ha deal with this. You know, it's asinine that I could go to the U Ice Guys YouTube channel here uh, later at 4 p.m. I want to watch today's show. I just go to the I just want to go to the channel and pull up today's episode. I can't do that. Instead, I'll only see yesterday's episode. How stupid is that? 
I hear you. I've seen the exact same thing. So, um, yeah, so to avoid this happening, if you want to watch the show that we just did the day of, if you can't watch live, just in the YouTube search, type in the ice guys or hashtag NHL picks, and you should find all the ice guys shows, including the one we just did. So hopefully that is the way that you can get around this uh, little uh, issue uh, that we've had. So, uh, definitely keep that in mind, but uh, yeah, it's uh, something they sh should correct. Hopefully they will. Uh, no question about it. All right. So we've broken down. We've uh, gotten through every game on the Tuesday card, full analysis. Uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in. As always a reminder, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN. It is truly a great time of year uh, to get on board. No question about that. Uh, there's are so many uh, different sports on the go at this point in time. Uh, you know, there's uh, definitely uh, all kinds of daily sports. There's NHL, there's NBA, there's Major League Baseball uh, every single day. There we go. There it is. DraftKings promo code THPN, daily NHL, daily NBA, daily Major League Baseball. We've got NFL draft coming up. Uh, we've got, of course, rem remember as well that when you sign up and uh, for a DraftKings Sportsbook account, you get weekly specials, weekly incentives, deposit bonuses, all of that uh, at your disposal. Great time of year to try DraftKings out. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, and use that promo code THPN. All right, it is time for best bets for this Tuesday edition of the Ice Guys show. And I don't do this very often, where the best bet is coming right back with the same team that I lost a best bet with the previous day. I'm going to do that tonight. I lost a tough one with Carolina, but hey, it was last night is a best bet. 3-2 loss in overtime. Coin flip game, played well enough to win. Tampa Bay just got the uh, finishing touch in overtime uh, and got the victory. But it was a game that was easily uh, a game Carolina could have won. I like the bounce back spot here. I'm right back to the Carolina Hurricanes. A little cackalacky here once again for my best bet tonight. Let's go with the Carolina Hurricanes plus 105 against the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning one more time. And let's hope we see the W after this game instead of the L with the Carolina Hurricanes. So Carolina plus 105 uh, against uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, that'll be my best bet for this uh, Tuesday edition uh, of the Ice Guys. Uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in. We appreciate it. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week on YouTube, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday and Sunday noon eastern time and if you can't watch the show live make sure you download the ice guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms it's you know on google podcasts we're on apple podcasts we're on spotify we're on stitcher uh we're on iheart uh it is on all major podcast platforms that you can find the ice guys show so uh, make sure you tune in and uh download the audio version of the show if you can't watch it live uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in as always this is ian cameron your host of the ice guys have a great tuesday night enjoy the games and good luck and we'll talk to you again tomorrow on wednesday for another edition of the ice guys presented by the hockey podcast network